Today's daf is Bava Kama daf Yud Gimel. And we are six lines from the top of daf Yud Beis Omid Beis, the two dots, Nechosim She'in Bohen Me'ilo V'chulu. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu B'nei Yisrael, Hanesunim Batsaru V'ashitra. So, the Gemara is continuing its explanation of the second Mishnah in Mesachis Bava Kama, the Mishnah daft Tesomidis. The Mishnah said, Nechasin Shein Bahem Meila, Nechasin Shehem Shel Bnebris, Nechasim Hamiyuchadim, Ubechol Makai. These are the criteria, the boxes that you have to check off in order for the Arba of Isnazikin to be Chayev. The first in that list is Nechasin Shein Bahem Meila. In other words, the only time. There's a halacha of niske momin is if the nizik was nechasim she'im b'hamila. So what do those words mean? High level nechasim she'im b'hamila sounds like nechasim that belong to hedyid as opposed to nechasim that belong to hektish. One of the unique laws of hektish is that if somebody has hana from hektish or if somebody picks up hektish with the intention of removing it from the status of Hektish, he's considered a mild Hektish. And there's a very Chomer de Geparsh in the Torah that suddenly applies to him. The laws of Me'ila naturally apply to Hektish. They don't apply to something that's not Hektish. So by the Mishnah saying that the laws of Nezikin are dafka regarding the Chassan She'im Behem Me'ila, essentially what the Mishnah is saying is that the laws of Me'ila do not, that the laws of Nezikin do not apply to Hektish. Now the truth is this idea that the laws of Nezikin do not apply to Hektish is something that we already saw briefly on Tavav Amadez. The Gemara, in fact, the Shittas HaChachamim is that the laws of Nezikin do not apply to Hektish, stating that Reb Shimon ben Menasio was chaylik. The Gemara said Rabbi Akiva holds like Reb Shimon ben Menasio, that really Hektish is included in the parish of Nezikin. The Gemara there also brought the Makar, that Hektish would be excluded from Nezikin. It says regarding the Mazik of Keren, V'chiyigayv Shor Ish, and we learn from the word re'eyu, v'loy shar shal hektish, that only if a shar is mazik, a shar shal re'eyu, shal hedyit, is there a mazik of karen. However, if it would be a shar shal hektish, then not. Incidentally, Tois was there, and the Havavah Medez asked that if the Makar, that Hektish is Nesmayit from Nezikin, is from the word Reyeyu, Vashtet in the parish of Karen, so if that's the case, maybe it should only be Nesmayit from Karen. Mehechetesa, it should be Nesmayit from the other obvious Nezikin. So Tois was over there, and Bezer Hashem, we'll get to this later in the Masechta, brings that although the Gemara in Bavakam of Havavah Medez only brought the Makar of Reyeyu for Loishal Hektish, but really there are other Makaris. There's a Makar in the parish of the Mazak of Bar, and there's a Makar in the parish of the Mazak of Adam. The bottom line is between Kerem, Bar, and Adam, we know that there's an idea that Nezikin does not apply to Hektish, and from there I'm able to be Marba that all the Arba of Nezikin do not apply to Hektish. So the bottom line is the Mishnah of Tesam and Beis, which is really a commentary on the Mishnah of Beis and Aleph, which is discussing the Arba of Nezikin, says that the Halacha of Nezikin applies Dafka to Nechassan She'em Bahemil. But there's another diak that you have to make in this line of the Mishnah, which is really going to segue into the majority of today's daf. And that is, the Lashon of the Mishnah is not that Nezikin applies to Nechassin She'ein on Hektesh, but rather the Lashon of the Mishnah is that Nezikin applies to Nechassin She'ein Mohem Me'ila. As if to say, if there were a type of Hektesh that is not subject to the laws of Me'ila, 
there would be a parasha of Nazikin. And the truth is, if you learn Masech Me'ilah, you know that not all hektish is subject to the laws of Me'ilah. And if that's the case, it sounds like from the Mishnah that although loosely translated, what the Mishnah is saying is that Nichse Hektish are excluded from Nazikin, meaning if someone Sharbar Mavahevers Mazik Hektish, you'll be butter. But really, after further review, if you look at it more carefully, that's not what the Mishnah is saying. What the Mishnah is saying is that Nechasim Shiesh Behem Me'ila would be excluded. But if you're Hektish, as long as you're in Behem Me'ila, that would be enough for you to be included in the parasha, that's the diak that today's daf begins with and that the majority of the daf is going to deal with. Says the Gemara, It sounds like from the Mishnah that in the event that you would have nechassin, that are hektish, however, not subject to the laws of Me'ilah, the halach is, it would be included in the parasha of Nazikin. Man, Tana, who must the Tana, the Mishnah be? Um, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, the Mishnah A must be talking about Kachim Kalim, meaning that's the dogma of hektish, that is, Ein bahen me'ilah, that's included in the parish of Nezikin. Valibit Rabbi Yosei Aglili, at the time of the mission is going like Rabbi Yosei Aglili, the Amar, who holds Momen Bailamu, that Kachin Kalim is Momen Bailam. What's the Makart Rabbi Yosei Aglili's Allah at the time you've learned in a Braisa? It says regarding Shfuas Hapikadin, Umalo Malbashem. So Shfuas Hapikadin is where somebody goes over to his friend and he tells him, You owe me money. You have my Pikadin, you stole from me, I loaned you money. And then he denies it and then he swears. So the Halach is is that given certain criteria, he's now going to have to bring a carbon shvua. He's subject to the laws of shvua sapakadim. One of the dinim in shvua sapakadim is that the only time you have the parasha is if this item, sha'alzeh anudanim, is not hektish. But the moment it's hektish, there's a miyot in the parasha of shvua sapakadim, the law doesn't apply. Stating that, Rabbi Yosef really says that there is a type of Hektish that is subject to Shvuas Apakadin, and that is Kachim Kalim. It's learned out from the words Umalo Mal Bashem. Bashem is coming Lirabi, something that has Shaykhis to Hashem that's included, and that is Kachim Kalim. It says the Gemara, the Diak is a very good Diak. And when it says Nechasim Shem Bam it doesn't mean Nechasim that are not Hektish, because it's possible to have Nechasim that are Hektish that would be included in the Zikin. How is that possible? In the event that it's hektish that has no me'ilo, such as kachim kalim, which is hektish that has no me'ilo, va'aliba the Rabbi Yosei Aglili, who holds kachim kalim is mom and bayim. Now, why do you need that the Mishnah should be aliba the Rabbi Yosei Aglili? What's wrong if it's not aliba the Rabbi Yosei Aglili? The Mishnah is saying that the only time hektish is nesmayit is if it's hektish that's shayach to me'ilo. But if it's hektish that's not shayach to me'ilo, then maybe it is included in the parish of Nazikin. The Gemara says it only works if you hold like Rabbi Yosei Aglili. The Pshad is Pasha. Because what's the Makar that hektish is nesmayit from Nazikin? So we just quoted the Gemara in Davav Amadez. It's learned out from the word Re'eyu. V'chiyigav shar ish as shar Re'eyu. And hektish is not Re'eyu. Now, L'chura, it's not just hektish sheyesh behen me'ilo that's not Re'eyu. Hektish she'en behem me'ilo is also not Re'eyu. The only Manda'ama we know that holds, that it's shayich to have hektish, that will be re'eyu, is hektish she'en behem me'ilo, a.k.a. kachim kawim, v'alibah, the Rabbi Yosei Aglili. So that's why we need that the Mishnah should be going, v'alibah, the Rabbi Yosei Aglili, because even after you are mefarish the Mishnah, you still have to understand the halacha of the Mishnah. Meaning the distinction of the Mishnah, yeah, milo, no milo, good. 
Kachim Kalim. That's easy. It's Kachim 101. But you still have to come on to Shittas Rav Yosi Aglili because otherwise it would make no sense why there should be a difference between Kachim Sheyesh Behem Me'ila, Kachim Sheyem Behem Me'ila. The reason it makes sense is because Kachim Sheyesh Behem Me'ila is Kachim Kadashim. That's not Mamun Ba'ilim. Therefore, it's not Re'eyu. As opposed to Kachim Sheyem Behem Me'ila, that is Mamun Ba'ilim. And therefore, it's going to be considered Re'eyu. Frek the Gemara Kashim. So you're telling me that Rabbi Yosei Aglili's Shita is that Kachim Kalim is Mamun Ba'ilim. And by the way, this is Rabbi Yosei Aglili's Shita throughout Chas. We had it not so long ago in Perak Yish Mekadish, Mesachis Kedushin. But this is. Tafyoimi Talmud Bavli 101. The Yosei is that although Kachim is usually not considered to be in the possession of Hedyet, the Bailim of the Kachim is not considered the Mominus, the Gebailis of the item, but Kachim Kalim is the exception to the rule. So the Gemara here asks Akasha on Rabbi Yosei Aglili that Theoretically, the Gemara could have asked anywhere. That is Vatanan. We learned to the Mishnah, HaMekadosh Bechelkoi. If somebody is Mekadosh and Isha with his Chelek of Kachim, Beba Kachim Kadashim, Beba Kachim Kalim, it doesn't matter if this Chelek of Kachim that he owned was Kachim Kadashim, if it was Kachim Kalim, in a Mekadosh, it's Talach, is the Kedushan's Nachal. And the reason is because you don't own your Kachim, and if you don't own your Kachim, it's not yours to be able to be Mekadosh and each with it. So the Gemara says, Lame it to Lerik Rabbi Should we assume that this Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yosei Aglili? Why? Because according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, you can't say, Bein Bekachim Kadashim, Bein Bekachim Kalim. Because although it's true, Bekachim Kadashim, it's not Mom and Bailam, Bekachim Kalim is Mom and Bailam. The Mara says, No, Philo Temer Rabbi Yosei Aglili, it could be that Mishnah's going even according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, because Ki Amr Rabbi Yosei Aglili Mechayim. This Rabbi Yosei Aglili said his halacha, that Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bailam, that's only when the animal is alive. So if you have a shlomim, for example, which is kachim kalim, if it's a live shlomim, then it's mamim bailim. But once you shech the shlomim, even Rabbi Yosei Aglili is going to be moida. And the reason is, the ki kazacho mishulchan gavayo kazacho. So this is a big kachim idea that says that once you shech kachim, it doesn't matter if it's kachim kalim or kachim kadashim, the entire animal now becomes the possession of Gavaya belongs to the Ebishta Kaviyachal. And any chalik that the Kayanim or the Bailam of this carbon are going to get, they're getting Yachniya. They're getting it Ki'ilu from a Kaddish Baruchu. Ki Kazachu, when that's Zoich in it, Mi Shulchan Gavaya Kazachu. It's like they were invited to partake in the Shulchan of Gavaya. This line has ramifications throughout, say, the Kacha. But the point is that. Even though Rabbi Yosei Aglili Taka holds that if I have an animal and I'm Makdish Kachim Kalim, I remain the Bailam of this Indian, that's only up until the Shechita. But once the Shechita happens, then already Ki Kazachu Mishulchan Kavayu Kazachu, it's not mine. And if it's not mine, at that point, it's no longer Makdish Bailam. And if I wanted to be Makdish and issue with it, that's not something I would be able to do. But the bottom line is, just Nachsel in your name. The Mishnah said, Nechasin Sheim Behem Me'ila is the only time that you're going to have the laws of Nazikin, implying that if there's Yesh. The Gemara made a deal that even though it sounds like we're coming to exclude hektish from the Zikin, but really what we're coming to exclude is hektish sheyesh behem me'ilo, meaning there's a hektish she'in behem me'ilo that would be included in the Zikin. It's referring to Kachim Kalim, Valiba the Rabbi Yosei Aglili, he's the Tan of the Mishnah, who holds that Kachim Kalim is Mamim Bayim. Frank the Gemara. Did Rabbi Yosei Aglili really say that when the animal is alive, the Kachim Kalim is considered Mom and Bailam. Now, if you take a look at Toysfus, Dibra Maschel, Umichaya Mi Omar, Toysfus says, it sounds like the Gemara is asking that you're telling me that according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, when the animal's alive, it's Mom and Bailam. How could that be? Right? That's what the physical touch of the words of Umichaya Mi Omar is. But Toysfus says, it can't be that's what the Gemara asks. Tema, 
Meaning, you have a havamina to say maybe that Rabbi Yosef really holds that the only time Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bailam is Lacha Shrita. If anything, Meaning, if you just read the flow of the Gemara, it sounds like we just established that basically we said his halacha mamun bailum when it's michayim. Na halacha shchita based on a svara. And now the Gemara is saying, really, Rabbi Yisiak really said it michayim. Meaning, you know, there's a shita Rabbi Yisiak really. So he said it either michayim or laacha shchita. So you mean to ask? You want that Rabbi Yisiak really should have only said his halacha laacha shchita and have not said his halacha michayim? It doesn't make any sense. So because of this kasha, Taisus muches and Taisus has a very hard shot. If you look in other Rishonim and in Dachroinim, there's different Mahalchim had to learn Pashib Shah in the Gemara. So you don't see this every day. But Pashib Shad had to learn this Kasha of Umichayim the Omar, which is going to affect Pshat all the way up until the top of Daf Yud Gimel Amad Aleph, is very sawsome and there's different Pshatim. So we'll just pick one Pshat that some of the Rishonim say. And that is, the Gemara means to say like this. The Gemara means to say, we know there's a Shit that's Rabbi Yisak Lili that holds Kachim Kailin is Mom and Bayim. And we know that Rabbi Yisak Lili said it Mechayim. For sure he said it Mechayim. It was a shakla v'tayr if he said a lachashchita. But for sure he said a mechayim. But the Gemara holds that maybe the only time Rabbi Yisak Lili said his halacha is if you have kachim kalim that you can't be makrif. For example, it's bismanazeh, where you can't bring karbonis. Or as we'll see, the Gemara will mention, you're in chutzlar, it's where achshav, maybe it's not roi la'krova. But if you would have kachim kalim that's roi la'krova right now, the Gemara thinks that even Rabbi Yossi Aglili would be moida, that that Kachim Kalim would not be considered Mamun Bailam. But from the way the Gemara was Mefarish, the Mishnah, Man Tano Om Rabbi Yochanan, the Kachim Kalim, but Rabbi Yossi Aglili, you see not that way. Because the Mishnah said, Nechasim She'im Behem Me'ilo. And it sounds like all Nechasim She'im Behem Me'ilo, meaning all Kachim Kalim, but Rabbi Yossi Aglili, is always going to be subject to Nezikin, even if right now it's something that's Chazi Lakrava, and that's the Gemara's Kasha. So the Kasha of Umichayim Mi Omar is not so much Behemshech to the Shach of that we had three lines ago. Did Rabbi Yisrael say, is Allah Michayim or Laach HaShchita? said, Teimo, can't be, that's the Gemara's Kasha. So you're going to have to mutcha a Pshach. But the Gemara's Kasha, the way we're learning here, is that Umichayim Mi Omar, did he mean it in all situations, Michayim? And even if it's Chazi Lakrava right now, because that's what it sounds like Rabbi Yisrael saying. Now, because we learned in a Mishnah, and this Mishnah is a Mesechtis Meiser Sheni, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Beis, Bechar, Moichrin, Oisoi, Tam, Chai, Veloi, Shachat. So we're talking about a Koyen that has a Bechar. So, someone had a Bechar, Shor, Oikesev, Oyezki, Yuvalid, he took his Bechar and he gave it over to a Koyen. So the Koyen now has the Bechar. Could the Koyen sell the Bechar that he was given, or could he not sell the Bechar? So the Mishnah sounds like this. If the Bechar is a Tam, meaning it doesn't have a Mum, and it's a lie, he could sell it. But for loy shachot, if it's shachot, he won't be able to sell it. Ubal chmon, if the bechor is a balmon, chai, he could sell it, whether it's alive. For shachot, and he could sell it, even if it's shachot. And the same would be true with regards to being mekadosh anisha. Meaning, if it's a tam, chai, he could be mekadosh anisha, but not if it's shachot. If it's a balmon, it doesn't matter if it's chai, it doesn't matter if it's shachot, he'd be able to be mekadosh anisha. The same halacha regarding whether he could sell it would be true, whether or not he could be mekadosh anisha. Now, what's the difference? What's Pashup Shan in this halacha? A bukhar, tam, is chazilakrav. It could be brought as a carbon. If it's alive, it's considered the possession of the Kayan. And as a result, if he wants to sell it, he could sell it. If he wants to be Mekadah he could be Mekadah If it's Shachot, 
then you can't. And the reason is, because if it's shachot, then by definition it was shchut echotz. It's not shachot in the base of Mikdash. It's not what we're talking about. And if it was shchut echotz, now it becomes asubahana. And if it's asubahana, he has no bailas in it anymore. Hilchasi Surya no 101. And as a result, he can't sell it. And as a result, he won't be able to be Makadash Anisha. If it has a mum, so now it's not Chazi Vakrov anymore. So then it's his, and he has ownership in it, whether it's Chai, whether it's Shachot, because at this point, there's no problem anymore of Yisurena. But either way, this is the Mishnah. So, Bechar, Moichr Noisoi, Tam Chai Veloy Shachot, Ubalmum Chai Vishachot. Om Rab Nachman, Om Rab Baravuo. Now, Rab Nachman said in the name of Rab Baravuo, Loy Shachot, the Salach was only said, Ela Bechar Bismanazer. It's only true with regards to a Bechar Bismanazer. The Kibbutz Loy Chazi Lakrova, because being that you can't be Makriva Bismanazer, Islu Lukehana Bischia Begavai. So, therefore, the Kehana Mavschia, meaning which halacha? The fact that a Bechar Tam chai. The koyin is considered a bailam and he could sell it. He keep him a kaddish and That's the only true bismanazeh. Bismanazeh, it's not chazilakrova. And being that it's not chazilakrova, so he's an owner. If he's an owner, you could transact with it. But if this were in the time that there was a base on mikdash, the chazilakrova, where then you'd have to bring it as a carbon loy, then even the bechor tam chai also you wouldn't be able to transact with because the reason is it belongs legavaya and therefore you would not be considered a bailam in it. So this was Rav Nachman's comment on the Mishnah. So again, Mishnah said a few things. We just need one. Bechar moichenoy say tam chai said Rav Nachman that's only true bismanaze where it's loy chazi la krovo but bismana mikdash if a koyin has a bechar you can't sell it you don't have bailus in it to sell it belongs to hektish you can only sell something that's yours you can't sell something that's not yours you want to be makadish an issue with it that's just leave bechar zu kedas moish of Yisrael it's not something you'd be able to do so after Rav Nachman said this the Gemara says ve'is ve'rav the Rav Nachman Rav asked Rav Nachman a question it says umalo mal bashet in other words, Rav asked Rav Nachman, how does your comment on this Mishnah, Mesech Tes Ma'is Hashemi, stem with Rav Yosei Aglili? Rav Yosei Aglili holds Kachim Kalim as Mom and Bailam. Bechar is Kachim Kalim. And if Bechar is Kachim Kalim and it's Mom and Bailam, and you see Rav Yosei Aglili holds it's Mom and Bailam, so Mehechetesi to say your new Shpalt over here that it's only true, Bisman Azeh? Rabbi Yosef Lili holds Mom and Bailam, and Lechari holds Mom and Bailam, even Bizman Amikdash. So, this was Rav's Kasha that he asked Rav Nachman. So, all the Amiram pondered this question. Mashani Ravino, and Ravino walked in, and Ravino said, I'll tell you the Teretz, I think Bibchar Bechutz Laaretz, the Aliba de Rab Shimon. Meaning, this that Rabbi Yosef Lili said, that Umalo Mal Bashem is Lerabi's Kotshim Kalim, Shehema Moinoi. He didn't mean it in all situations. He meant it with regards to a Bechar, which is a type of Kachim Kalim, in Chutzla Aretz, and it was based on something Rav Shimon said. What did Rav Shimon say? In both Mimim Yikrivu. Rav Shimon said that if you have a Bechar Tam that comes from Chutzla Aretz, it arrives in Eretz Yisrael, bring it as a carbon. Meaning, you would have thought that maybe, being that it was born in Chutzla Aretz, maybe it's excluded from the parasha. Kamash But let's be Medayik Rav Shimon said Ravina. In both, in Lechatchil it sounds like only if it came, but if it didn't come, Meaning, you're not obligated to bring it. So you want to know when Rabbi Yosei Aglili said that Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bailam? Kingoin, Tzimbaishpil. You have a Bukhar and Chutzlaretz, where, although it's Chazi Lakrava, but it's not something you have to bring. And being that it's not something you have to bring, so it's in a situation like this that this halacha would be negate. Now I just want to come up for breath for one second. What's the Gemara's Kasha? The Gemara's Kasha is, now, Fi'im Isa, the Chi'om Rabbi Yosei Aglili, who, if Rabbi Yosei Aglili holds, that what? That Kachim Kalim is always considered Mamoinoi Shalabailim. 
If that's the case, and even Mechayim, Lishni Harab Yosei Aglili Harabanan. So, what was the whole Kasha in the first place? If Rabbi Yosei Aglili holds that Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bailim in all situations, even when it's so then what was the Gemara's kasha from Rabbi Yosei Aglili? Rabbi Yosei Aglili holds mal mal b'ashem l'rabbis kachim kalim she'im b'moinoi divri Rabbi Yosei Aglili. It's true. That's the shita of, let's, that's shita's Rabbi Yosei Aglili and enochinami. Rabbi Yosei Aglili taka doesn't stim with what Rabbi Nachman said. I mean, Rabbi Nachman said that the only time a Bukhar tam you would be able to sell is dafka if it's in a situation where it's not chazi lakrova, tafka if it's bizman the Gemara asked the kasha from who? From Rabbi Yosei Aglili. And the Gemara had a end for Rabbi Yosei Aglili to stim with what Rabbi Nachman said in the Mishnah, Mesach Desmaiz Why are you doing that? If Rabbi Yosei Aglili, everyone knows, is the Das Yochid, who holds that kachim kalim is mom and bailam, and he holds afilo michayim, which in the way we're learning the Gemara means, even when it's chazi lakrova, it doesn't stim with what Rabbi Nachman said, and it doesn't have to stim with what Rabbi Nachman said. Rabbi Nachman wasn't being the farish to Mishnah, Ma'isasheni, I'll leave it to Rabbi Yosei Aglili. He was going, I'll leave it to Chachamim, who are mechulik with Rabbi Yosei Aglili, and Amphal Pikim, Bechar, Murch, and Oisleitan, and on that he made a comment, only if it's not chazi lakrova. I, Rabbi Yosei Aglili, of course there's a sheet that's Rabbi Yosei Aglili. Rabbi Yosei Aglili is chaylik. Rabbi Yosei Aglili holds that even when it's chazik lakrov, from the fact that the Gemara didn't give that answer, it's muchach that the way the Amairon, Rava, Rabbi Nachman, Ravino, the way the G'doyle, how Amairon understood Shittas Rabbi Yosei Aglili was, that even Rabbi Yosei Aglili's halacha was limited to a situation where it's loy chazik lakrov. And the Gemara had to make an akimta, Rabbi Yosei Aglili, he means a bechar, where it was in Chutzlaretz, but it had a big bite on a situation where right now it's like Chazi Lakrov. If that's the case, it's a kash on the way Rabbi Yochanan was Mefarish the Mishnah. We're saying that when the Mishnah says the Chasen Shein Ben Meilah, it's Lerabbis, Kachim Kalim, Valibi, the Rabbi Yosei Aglili, and it's Mashma, all situations, Kachim Kalim, Valibi, the Rabbi Yosei Aglili, that Lach is, it's going to be included in Ezekiel. And if that's the case, it's Mashma, even when it's Chazi Lakrov, Frank the Gemara, Umechayami, Amar, which means even when it's Chazi Lakrov, you see all the Amairam didn't hold that way. From this Shaklavatari, it's Mucha. That that's not the way the Amiram understood it. So the Gemara says, Amale. So after this question was asked, so he told him, You're asking me a kasha from the Gemara's understanding of Rabbi Yosei Aglili as it relates to Kachim Kalim, which is Bukhar, which is Matnus Kahuna. There's a difference between Kachim Kalim, which is Matnus Kahuna, versus all other Kachim Kalim, such as. Shlamen. Shani Matnus Kahuna, the Chikazachu, Mishulchan Kavayu Kazachu. Kachim Kalim is Momin Bailam. However, Bechar is unique. The reason Bechar is unique is because a Bechar starts off in the possession of a Yisrael. And the Yisrael goes and he takes his Bechar, he gives it to the Kai. Right? In contrast to a Shlomim that a person might have where he had an animal for many years and he decided one day that he wants to be Makdish, this animal, and he wants to bring it as a carbon. That latter case where I have an animal and I decide I want to be Makdish and I bring it as a carbon, Although I just made it kachim, it's kachim kalim, it's still going to be considered my moment. But we are, the kachim kalim that I have, I'm getting from somebody else, and I'm getting it per the parasha matnas kuhuna. So here the Gemara invokes for the second time in the sugya, the svar of ki kazachu, mishulchan gavayu kazachu. The way we look at it is, is that ki'ilu, the Yisrael, is 
per the direction of Gavaya, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, giving it over to the Kayan, but the Kayan is getting it through Gavaya, and if he's getting it through Gavaya, it retains a din mum in Gavaya, and therefore it's not going to be included in the Allah of mum and Bailam. So you're right, if you were handling Shittas Rabbi Yossi Aglili as it relates to Shlomin, it would be Kachim Kalim in all cases. But when you're handling Shittas Rabbi Yossi Aglili in the context of Bechar, being that Bechar is Matnas Kahuna and Matnas Kahuna is Ki Kazachu Mishulchan Kavayu Kazachu. So in that instance over there, even according to Rabbi Yisai Aglili, there's going to be a limitation, and the only time it's going to be considered Mam and Bailam is if it's Loi Chazi Lakrava. But as long as it's Chazi Lakrava, but Tzir of Ki Kazachu Mishulchan Kavayu Kazachu, over there you're not going to be able to look at it as if it is Mam and Gavayu. Incidentally, Rashi asks a very obvious kasha. Rashi asks if that's the case when the Gemara fired away and the Gemara asked from Rabbi Yisai Aglili. Right? The Gemara says, Rav Nachman, you said, B'char Marchan Oisei Tamchai, when only B'char B'zman Azad Loi Chazay Lakrava had his Ishtim with Rabbi Yosei Aglili. Rashi, let's say that Rabbi Yosei Aglili only said his Alacha by Shlomim. And by Shlomim, you're telling me that even Rav Nachman would be Moedah. Meaning, once there's a Svar Lachalik between B'char and Shlomim, Mehechatesi, Rabbi Yossi Aglili was even ever talking about Bukhar. Maybe his whole Allah in the first place was only talking about Shlomim, and if that's the case, the Kasha doesn't even start. It's Rashi's Kasha and Rashi's Teretz is based on the next Gemara that we're going to learn, where we'll see Mefurish that Rabbi Yossi Aglili said his Allah not only by Shlomim, but also by Bukhar. Again, Ayin Rashi, if you want to go through this a little bit better, but that's Bukhuru, where the Gemara was coming from. Either way, Zakhti Gemara Vaita Gufa. Umal, Mal, Bashem, the Rabbis Kachim Kalim, Shehem, Amoinoi, Divrei Rabbi Yosei Haglilis. Rabbi Yosei Haglilis holds that from the words, Umal, Umal, Bashem, we learn that Kachim Kalim is considered Mamoinoi. And therefore, it's included in the parasha of Shua Sabakat Ben Azay. Yemi Ben Azay says, the Rabbis is Ashlaman, that the word Bashem is coming to be Mar Bashlaman. Abi Yosei Ben Dustoi, Yomer, Abi Yosei Ben Dustoi, Sali Yomer Ben Azay, Elo Bebchar Bilvar. The version of Benazir that we have is L'Rabbis HaSashlamim. He said, no, it's not L'Rabbis HaSashlamim, but rather it's L'Rabbis Bichar. Now, at first glance, if you read this b'raisa, it sounds like there's three shittas, right? Umal, umal, b'ashem, l'rabbis, kachim, kalim, l'shem, amoyin, adiv, rabbi, yisak, lili. It sounds like all kachim, kalim is considered mam, and bayim. Benazai said, l'rabbis, hasashlamim. And then we have a second version of Benazai. Abi yoyse, ben dostoy, said, l'yomer, benazai, elo, b'pchar, b'vah. If you look at Rashi, it's that same Rashi that we just mentioned a minute ago. Rashi says that really it's two shittas, and Benazai was coming to be mefarish, rabbi, yoyse, aglili. And abi yoyse, ben dostoy, which is the quote-unquote second shita, is a second version in what Ben Azai was saying to be Mefarish, the, the Shita of Rabbi Yosei But either way, so we have here a Machloikis, whether Rabbi Yosei Aglili's halacha of Kachim Kalim, the rabbis, is Mamoinoi Shel Bailem. Is it the rabbi says Hashlamin, that's the first version. Or is it Leomah ben Azay Ela b'pachar b'vat? That's the second version. Oh my man, so the Gemara is going to analyze this. Ben Azay, ben Azay said the rabbi says Hashlam. That this, that Kachim Kalim is considered Mabam Bailin, it's referring to Shlamim. As opposed to what? Doesn't mean Tafke Shlamim as opposed to Bechar. So Shlamim is going to be considered Mabam Bailin, but Bechar is not going to be considered Mabam Bailin. Freight the Gemara, does that make sense? Hashto, ma Shlamim shetu unen smicha, unen sachim. Fetnufas chazav ashaik. Shlamim has all these chumras. 
the dinei hakrov of a shlomim requires smicha from the bailim, and you have to bring the sachim, the schayayim, and you have to do tenufa with the chazan and the shayt. So it's very, very chomer. Amrit mamim bailim, who you tell him, he still it's considered mamim bailim, meaning despite all the stringencies, which seems to be a, a giloy, a revelation of its madrega of kedusha and sanctity, still you see it's considered mamim bailim. So bechar mi bayo, then a bechar which doesn't have all these stringencies, and is Kachim Kalim, so certainly it should be included in being Mam and Bailam. Elo, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan said no. Avada, if Benazai said Shlomim Kalvachimiri meant Bechar. So what then is he coming to exclude? Meaning, is it everything? Then just say everything. It's obviously not everything, because then he wouldn't have said Shlomim. So, if you're saying Shlomim, you're coming to exclude something. You can't be excluding Bechar because Bechar is Kalvachim. It's Lamute Meiser. It's coming to be Mamayit Meiser Behema. So Meiser Behema is another form of Kachim Kalim. And Maise Behema is excluded from Rabbi Yosei Aglili's halacha. It's not considered Mom and Bible. And a Makar to this is a Brisa. Kedetanya, we learned to the Brisa, Bechar Nemar, as it relates to the Bechar, it says, Lois Sifta. Now, most Kachim, the halacha is, once it gets a mum, you can be poeted. However, Bechar is unique. It says in the Torah, Lois Sifta. You're not allowed to be poeted. Now, Bechar, it says Lois Sifta, stating that the Nimka, you can sell it. And it's sold as a Tam Chai. While it's alive, when it's Balmum, whether it's alive or it's Shachot, like we saw earlier in the Gemara. But Maister, as it relates to Maister, Nemar, it doesn't just say Loisifta, it says a Sharfer Loshin, it says Loi Goel. And from there we learn that not only can you be paid there, you also can't sell it. Therefore, but from the fact that you can't sell it, what does that imply? It implies that it's not Momen Bailam. So says Rabbi Yechon, you want to know what Benazai was coming to me when he said that, I know there's a sheet that's Rabbi Yechon, but it's not regarding everything. There's something that's excluded. What's excluded? He said, Shlomim, not to exclude Bechar, Faker, L'Rabbis Bechar, but to exclude Ma'is Behema, and the Makar, the Ma'is Behema is not Momen Bailam, it's the Apostle in the Torah. It says, well, you go, it's a lav. It says, you're not allowed to sell it. Why can't you sell it? Because it's a chasarin in the Bailas, and if you don't have Mombis in it, therefore you won't be able to sell it. Ravina, Mastin La Seifa. Ravina had this aforementioned exchange, not on the first version of Ben Azai, but on the second version of Ben Azai. So what was the Seifa? The second version of Ben Azai. Ben Azai said, right? So the first version of Ben Azai is, Ben Azai said, that Rabbi Yosei Aglili said is Allah by Shlomim, and in the second version, it's regarding Bechar. So Lamutei Ma'ay, Bechar is opposed to what? Ilev Lamutei Shlomim, is it Lamutei Shlomim? Which, based on what we just said earlier, would make sense, right? We just said Shlomim is more Kaddish, it has Smicha, it has Nesachim, Tunfas Chaz but in the second version of the Gemara, the Gemara holds in Hilchas Kachin, Bechar actually is more Kaddish than is a Shlomim. Hashto, Ma'ay, Bechar Shek Kaddish Meirechem, right? That's always the Chumrah of Bechar when you learn Kachin. It's Kaddish Meirechem, right? It literally emerged from its mother's womb with Kedusha, Memoinoi, and still it's considered Memoinoi, Shlomim Mibayo, so certainly a Shlomim, so it can't be that that's what it's coming to be Memoinoi, so Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, and Sal, Mutei Meister, it's coming to be Memoinoi, Meister Behem, the time like we learned to the Bryce, B'chor, Nebaloi Sifta, B'nimkar Tam Chayubal, Mum, Chay V'shach, B'maiser, Nebaloi Yugov, in a Nimkar Lei Chay V'loi Shach, Lei Tam V'loi Balmum, Habibchor, Period. But the point is, is that you see that Maise Behema you can't sell. If you can't sell Maise Behema, it must be, because over there it's not considered Mom and Bailam. So the bottom line is, what the Gemara is saying, in the second version of Benazai, Abi Yosi Ben Dustoy's version of Benazai, Loyama Benazai Elo Bipchar Bovad means what? It doesn't mean Bipchar Bovad. It means Bipchar the Koshkin Shlomin. It just means Lemute Maise Behema. But the Gemara says, Habibchar Bovad Kama. The Lush and the Pchar doesn't sound like it. Meaning, we had the same Shtukal Torah in the two Ben Azais. 
in the first version of the Gemara, Ben Azai said that when it says, Umal Mal Bashem, Lerabbis Es Hashlomim. In the second version of Ben Azai, it's Loy Omar Ben Azai Elabeprabulva. In both versions, we said that Shlomim doesn't mean only Shlomim means Shlomim and Bechar. And Bechar doesn't only mean Bechar, but Bechar means Shlomim as well. So the Gemara says like this Bishloim in the first list of the Gemara, where the words of the Gemara is Ben Azai's Lashim is the Rabbis as Shlomim. So you could say it's Slav Davke Shlomim, right? You have Shlomim, and then now apply the Yudgum and Vidashatar and Adrashus Ben, and you'll know it's also going to be Bechar. But. Omar ben Azai That certainly sounds like only Bukhar. So how could you tell me And the Gemara answers one word, Kasha, which means There is a Teretz, but the point is, it's a good Ha'ara, I hear, but we go weiter. But just before we go weiter, just to make a little bit of a Sikum on what we just said. So we said that Rabbi Yosei Aglili Shita is that Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bible. How do I know it? It's learned out from the Parsha Shavuos HaBakadim. In the parish of Shosapakadin, there is a miyot of hektish, but there's also a ribui of some form of hektish. Umalu mal bashem, and the word bashem is lerabbis, kachim kalam sheim amoynoit, divri abyoisi aglili. Then the Gemara brought a brisa, where Ben Azai commented on abyoisi aglili, the way Rashi learns the brisa. What did Ben Azai say? We have two versions of what Ben Azai said. In the first version, Ben Azai said, lerabbis es ashlonim. In the second version, Ben Azai said that it's Dafka by Bukhar. The Gemara had commentary on Benazai. Two Lushoynes, whether the commentary is on the first version of Benazai or it's on Abiyosi Ben Dustoy's version of Benazai. And really what emerges is a completely different Braisa. Because if you go with the first version of the Gemara, so the comment is on Benazai. Benazai said, Lirabi which again, the way Rashi is Mefarish is a peerish on Rabbi Yosei Aglili. When Rabbi Yosei Aglili said that Kachin Kalim is Mom and Bailim, he means Shlomim. But he doesn't only mean Shlomim, says the Gemara. He means Shlomim. As opposed to what? As opposed to Maise Behema. So Shlomim and Bechar will be included. Maise Behema will not be included. What then does Abi Yosi ben Destoyil, when he says, he's going to mean Elo Bibchar He's going to mean Dafke Bechar. So those are going to be the two sheetas. The first sheet is going to be Shlomim and Bechar. And the second sheet is going to be only Bechar. Hatzad Ashava Shabahen is Maisa Behemah is included, but is excluded. But the point is, the Machloikis is going to be whether it's Shlomim and Bechar or whether it's only Bechar. In the second version of the Gemara, so when Abi Yosi ben Dostoi said that Loi Omer ben Azai Elo Bechar Bavad, it's Bechar, which is Kaddish Meirechem, Vekal Vechaim Shlomim, which is not Kaddish Meirechem. So if that's the case, when he says Bechar, he means Bechar and Shlomim. What then does the first Ben Azai hold, he holds Dafke Shlomim as opposed to Bechar, because Bechar is Kaddish Meirechem. So it's going to come out then that it's going to be Mamash Fakir. So it's the second sheet that's going to hold Bechar and Shlomim, as opposed to the first sheet that's going to hold Dafke Shlomim. Again, at Tzad HaShavah is that Maise Behemoth is going to be excluded. This is just Poshit Pshat Afyoyim Yigalayim, the Snikum on the Gemara that we just learned. But I'll tell you something interesting. If you take a look at the Rambam, and the Rambam is in Hilchas Niske Mom, and it's Perkes Halacha Aleph. So the Rambam brings the Halacha that Hektish is excluded from the parish of Nezakin, and the Rambam says, V'chol HaKotchen, Shechayovin Aleim Mi'ilo, 
It's that type of kachin that's excluded from the laws of Nezikin. Applied from the Lashen of the Ramam is that if there would not be a Din Me'ila, the halacha is it would be included in the laws of Nezikin. This, by the way, is a makar that the Rambam holds like Rabbi Yosei Aglili, which, by the way, is a very, very big shaila because the steers in the Rambam, whether the Rambam holds like Rabbi Yosei Aglili, that Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bailim, or he doesn't hold like Rabbi Yosei Aglili. But this is one of the Rambams that's on the side of the ledger that he seemed to hold that the halacha is like Rabbi Yosei Aglili. But when the Rambam brings the halacha, the Rambam was soisin, and the Rambam brought the Lashon Mishnah, which you'd say, what else should he do? But says the Lecha Mishnah, that's not so posh. Because we have a Braise here on Daphne Gimel Amad Aleph, where you see that this halacha of Rabbi Yosei Aglili, of Kachim Kalim being Mom and Bailim, is not true for all Kachim Kalim. Yeah, the Machloik is two Benazais over here. What to do with Bechar and Shlomim. And L'Chol Adeis, Maise Behemus is excluded because it says in the Torah, Lo Yigoyal. So how could the Ram and Frank Tlachemish be soisim and say that if there's no Me'ilo, automatically it's included in the Zakin? It's not true. It's totally in, really, the Bashem, And it's totally in it being Mom and Bailam. And if by Maise Behemus, it's not Mom and Bailam. The Ram should have said, with the exception of Maise Behemus. How did the Ram leave Adam, a Furish Gemar, Baba Kamadaf, Yudgimel Amaral? The it's muchach from here that the Rambam learned the Gemara not like Rashi. Rashi learned the Gemara that there were two shittas in the Braisa. Rabbi Yosei Aglili is the header, and then we have two Benazai's had to understand Rabbi Yosei Aglili. that the Rambam obviously held that there weren't two shittas in the Braisa, there were really three shittas in the Braisa. Rabbi Yosei Aglili said, it's referring to all. After that, we have a Benazai and another Benazai, we start gribbling over here. Is it true for all? All kachim kalim, or maybe it's only true for some kachim kalim. And in that, there's nafkuminus between tchayr and shlamim and ma'aser hehemo. Abu Vasis negei Rabbi Yosi Aglili Alein. The first sheet that he was soisim. So Rashi learned the sugyo that really there's two sheets and. Ben Azai is coming to be Mefarish Rabbi Yosei Aglili. And the two sheetahs are what exactly Ben Azai's peerish was with all the Nafkuminas. But the Rambam held that it's really three sheetahs. Rabbi Yosei Aglili, and then there's a Ben Azai, and then there's a peerish and understanding Ben Azai, Shtayim Shem Sholosh. But the point is, is that there is then a sheetah, which is the Ikr sheetahs Rabbi Yosei Aglili and Shas, that holds that Kachim Kalam is Mama Baidam in all situations, even where it's Maisa Behemoth, and being that it's true even Maisa Behemoth, therefore it's going to be in a gay here. Aye, what's the obvious kasha? The kasha is, it says in the third you go. It says you can't sell it. So if you can't sell it, you can't sell it. So what are you going to do with that? So if you take a look, and it's in mitzvah nun aleph, the mitzvah says you have to say that the Rambam held that according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, again, according to the Rambam, it's Shittas Rabbi Yosei Aglili, he has a tan of the Messiah away, right? But Loi Yigoyal is a laugh. And Loi Yigoyal is not a vice on Chesor and Bailas. Meaning, when it says in the Torah that you can't sell Maise Behema, is that the Pshat because it's a felt in Bailas? It's a Eino de Makna Dovesh Eino Shaloi? All Kachim Kalim is Mom and Bailam. Even Maise Behema is going to be considered Mom and Bailam. The reason I can't sell it is because the Torah said, you're not allowed to sell it. I don't know. The Torah says a lot of things you can and cannot do. This is another one. So Ben Azai... And Abi Yosef and the story in Ben Azai, they held that Vashtet in Loi Goyal is as a felt in the Bailas from Maisa Behemoth. It's a felt in the Bailas. So now it rears on. Shittas Rav Yosef Aglili, who holds Kachim Kalim as Mom and Bailam. As opposed to the Rambam held that it doesn't touch the Bailas. All it is is a regular Loisase. And that's why the Rambam, when he brought this halacha, the Rambam was very, very soisim. Either way, moving along. So going back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Nechasim She'im Behem which is a very roundabout way of saying that the only time the laws of Nazi can apply is to Nixay Hakdish. But if you have Nixay Hakdish, so then the laws are not going to apply. 
the kasha is, if that's really what the Mishnah wanted to say, then the Mishnah should have said it. Why did the Mishnah say, Nechasim she'en bohen me'ila? And the Gemara was medayik, that it's davka, Nechasim she'yesh bohen me'ila that are excluded, but Nechasim that are hektish she'en ben me'ila would be included in the parasha of Neziken, what's coming to be marba, kachim kalim, valiba de rabbi This is the first pshat in the Mishnah. The second pshat is the much shorter pshat. Rabba Amar Rabba said, main nechasim she'in behem me'ilo. What does the Mishnah mean when it says nechasim she'in behem me'ilo? It means nechasim she'in behem din me'ilo. It means nechasim that have no shaykhist to me'ilo. Ma'ininu dehedir. It means nechasim she'in which are not subject to laws of me'ilo. As opposed to actish, which are subject to laws of me'ilo. Freyk the Gemara v'lisni dehedir. Let it then say nechasim she'in And the Gemara says some sveitin mal kasha. It's a kasha. And by the way, haitana Tani Yerushalmi, who, who we know already speaks a little differently than other Tanam. So the fact that you would have a kasha on the Tan of our Mishnah, is Zichanish can grace a kasha, and as a result, the Gemara blives with kasha. Zok the Gemara Baita, Amr Rab Abba. Rab Abba said, so until now we've been discussing the laws of Nizikin as it relates to Hektish, as it relates to a Sharshal Hedyit, that's Mazik. Uh, Sharshal Hektish, or a bar, or a math, or an Adam, right? We're talking about the Abba's Nizikin, as it relates to damaging something shall hektish. So Rabbi Abba now is going to flip the script a little bit, and he's going to go in the reverse. What happens if you have hektish that was mazik hedyet? What's going to be the halacha over there? Now, at first glance, it should be the same halacha, because zilbasa What's the makar? The makar is, it says, reyeyo. So reyeyo means that we're, we're buddies. So the minute you have one sad hektish, l'chayra, it's chaser in reyeyo. And of course, that's what Talach is. But here's the question. The question is, when you're dealing with a Shlomim, or Bechar, or a Maisa Behema, when you're dealing with Kachim Kalim, which we said is included in the parsha of Nezakin. So how is it going to play itself out when you have a Sharshal Hektish, which is Kachim Kalim, that's going to be Mazak a Sharshal Hektish. So the Nizik could be Goiva from the basar of the shlom, the inu goiva me'emureim, however, the nizik cannot be goiva from the emurim of the shlom. So, as far as understanding Rabbi Abba's halacha, so we need two very, very brief introductions. One, negeya, the laws of Bavakama, and the other, negeya kach. As it relates to Bavakama, the halacha is that a short tam that is mazik only pays chatzinezik. However, there's another wrinkle to that. In. That is, he only pays chatzin nezik migufay, which means he pays chatzin nezik, but only up until the value of what the shara is worth. So, for example, if a shara that's worth 200 zuz would damage a shara that's worth 500 zuz, so the halacha is that although he's responsible to pay chatzin nezik, which is 250 zuz, but being that the shar, hachai, the mazik, is only worth 200 zuz, so you would only pay 200 zuz, because you pay chatzin nezik, but never to exceed the full value of whatever the shar that's mazik was worth. That's what's known as Shar tam being mashali migufe, which is in contrast, by the way, to all of the other avos nazikin, where the halacha is that there's no cap, and if you're mazik, whatever you are mazik, you're going to pay nazik shalem, and you're going to pay regardless of 
what the value of the mazik was worth. The other introduction that we need as it relates to Kachin, and that is that although Rabbi Yosei Shita is that Kachin Kalim is Mom and Bailim, but it's only Buster Kachin Kalim that's Mom and Bailim. The Imurim, which is the part of the animal that went on the Mizbeach, that certainly went Ligvaya. And because it went Ligvaya, the Din Momin of it is different as well. And the halach is that the Imurim are considered Mom and Gavaya. So I said, Rabbi with that, that was the is that the nizik could be goyver from the basar of the shlamim. The inner However, he can't be goyver from the emurim of the shlamim. It's so obvious. Emurim Everybody knows that Rabbi Yosei although he holds kachim kalim is mom and bailim, it's only the basar. It's not the emurim. So what's the chiddush that this would be the halacha? So the Gemara says I'll tell you what the chiddush is. Ligvois mipsaron. The Chiddush is not only that you can't be goiva the Emurim, but you can't even be goiva from the Basar Kineged the Emurim. So what does this mean? So Rashi is Mefarish a little bit. And I am a Mefarshim for more of a Pirish. And that is Lamashal. You have a shard that's worth 200 Zos. And it shtoys the shard that was worth 200 Zos. That's Rashi's case. And it knocked out the shard completely to the point that the Nevela is not even worth any money. So the total damage was 200 Zos. Assuming the shard that shtoys was a shard time, so how much are you going to have to pay? You're going to have to pay Chatzinezek, which is 100 Zos. Now the shard that was Mazik was a Shlomen. And the breakdown between the value of the Shlomen, Basar versus Emurim, is there's $150 worth of basar and there's $50 worth of shlach. So without Rab Abba, what you would think the halacha is that right now you have to pay 100 zos, albeit from the chalik of the basar. Meaning the imurim is considered mamun gavaya. Then is it can't be gaiva from there. Let's even take it out of the equation. So in the worst case scenario, what you would have here is a shard that's worth only 150 zos, even though it's worth 200 zos, but that 50 zos is not reyeo, you can't reckon with that. And as a result, you have 100 zos worth of damage, you have 150 zos worth of mazik, there's money with some change to spare, and you can go ahead and you can collect whatever needs to be collected. What Rabbi Abba is saying is, that's not the way we look at it. The way we look at it is, is as if there were two shvarim, there were two shutvin over here that were mazik. There's the 150 zuz basar shar that was mazik, and then there's the 50 zuz imurim that was mazik. And by the way, the reason to look at it that way, even though it seems a little counterintuitive, is because being that there are two bailam on this shar, so two bailam means that there's shutvin. There's a chalik of it that's owned by Bailam, and there's a chalik of it that's owned by Kachim. So it's not really so counterintuitive to look at it that way. But the bottom line is, the way we dehair the situation is, is that there were two shvarim that were mazik. So what's the halach of two shvarim and mazik? The halach is each one is responsible for half. That's really the way you're supposed to look at it. So this one is going to be responsible for half of what happened, and this one is going to be responsible for half of what happened. So over here, if you have two shvarim that cause damage of 200 zuz, so really... The way you look at it is, is that one shark caused a hundred dollars worth of damage, and the other caused a hundred worth of damage. Meaning, there's the basa chelik, there's the moment bailim chelik that's a, a shotif, and then there's the moment gavaya chelik that's a shotif. Now, if you look at it that way, so then what would emerge is that the basar is achroy for his half. But the Emurim is not Achroi for his half. So really, all you can be Mechaev, the Chelek for, is for his half. What's his half? 
So presumably it's half of the damage, and if the Shara Nizik was worth 200 Zuz, and now it's worth 100 Zuz, so half of that, the Chatzin Nizik, would be 50 Zuz. Even if you wanted to say that being that his Shara is 150 Zuz, so maybe he's responsible for three quarters of the damage, but there, so it would be 75 Zuz that he would be Achroi for. But the point is, is that there's another shutif over here. That shutif you can't collect from. I'm the only shutif you can collect from. The chilek, that's the basa, that's the mama bailam. And it's only from there that you're going to collect. So what Rabbi Abba was saying was, is that shlomim sheheziku goyvem mipsarim. You look at the basa as being one of the shvarim that were mazik. And it's from that shor that you're going to be able to collect. You're not going to be able to go from the emurim, meaning you can't be goiver from the basar keneged the emurim. You have no right to go ahead and take from the basar keneged the chelik that really the emurim is responsible for. So the Gemara now is going to say that this halacha of Rababa, which is a lomdash halacha, which is clearly a chiddish, is... At first glance, maybe Toloi in a Machlikis Tanam that the Gemara is going to talk about in Perak Shosh and The case over there is where there was a Shar that was Dachaf Eschavei, right? Meaning a Shar Shtois the Shar, and he knocked it into a bar. So a Shar took another Shar and he whacked it into a bar. And now this Shar died. So the question is who has to pay? So the Bryce over there says, it was Machlikis Ram Nasan and the Chacham. The Chachamim said, Balashar Chayev Balabar Pater. The Balashar is Chayev, the Balabar is going to be Pater. Ram Nasan and Ram Nasan says, Balashar Mishale Mechza, U Balhabar Mishale Mechza. Then, no, that should fit. The Shar and the Bar are both complicit in what happened. And as a result, the Balashar is going to have to pay half, and the Balabar is going to have to be half. The Gemara over there asked the Kasha that we have a, a Bryce where Ram Nasan said not that way. Where Ram Nasan said that the Balhabar pays three quarters, and the Balashar only only pays a quarter. So which one is it according to Rab Nassim? That we look at the Shar and the Bar Shutfim. Do they split the Shutfim 50-50? Or the way that we look at the Shutfim is, is that he pays three quarters and he pays one quarter. And the Gemara says, like Kasha, Habitam Habemuid. When you have a Shar so each one is responsible to pay a hundred percent. And now you have two Shutfins according to Rab Nassim. What's the Lachah going to be? Each one's going to pay half. Whereas in the event that the Shar was a Shar Tam, so a Shar Tam only pays half anyways, being that the Shar Tam only pays half, so, and he has a Shutif, so basically what happens is, is that we look at half of the damage as belonging to the Shar, and be that he's only Achroi for half of that, so he's going to end up paying a quarter, and the balance, whatever the Shar Tam is not going to pay, the bar is going to be responsible to pay. But what do you see from here? You see already this Musik, you see already this idea, that if you have a, a Shar Tam being a Shutif, together with a bar. So the halach is whatever the balashar is not going to be responsible to pay because he's only a chroy for chatzinezek, the balabar is maybe going to have to pick up the slack. So high level, this machloik is Rabbonon and Rabbonon seems to have a little bit of a shaykhis with this halach that the Rabbah said and this is the Gemara Sushla right here. It says the Gemara like this. I'll leave it the man. I'll leave it the Rabbonon. The Rabbah says his halach according to the Rabbonon. The Rabbonon that hold what? That when you have a situation that a shor shtoises a shor into a bar. So the halach is that who has to pay? It's the Baal Hashar that has to pay. The Baal Abar doesn't have to pay. And in the situation where there's like a Chatzinezek, for example, you don't tell the Baal Abar to make up the difference. So if that's the case, Pshita, this halach should be obvious. Ha'amri, the Rabbanon hold, ki that you never have the Baal Abar pick up the slack. So why over here should there be a halacha that what? 
that the Baal Habasa, the Chelek Habasa of the Shar, should be picking up the slack for the Chelek of the Emur. He holds just the opposite. That when there's two Shutfin and one Shutf you can't collect from, why? Because one of them is only responsible for Chatzineza because he's a Sharatam. Okay, no problem. I'll take the rest from the bar. See, here too, there were two Shutfins. I can't take from the Chelek of the Emurim because it's Hektish. So let me take it from the Chelek Habasa. So the Gemara says that even though at first glance, Rabbi Abbas maybe has a Shaykhist to that, but it's not Mukach. I can tell you Rabbah was going to Rabbah I can tell you he was going to Rabbah I can tell you he was going to Rabbah I can tell you he was going to Rabbah The Rabbah said When there's two different Gufin So over there You don't take from the Balabar For the Balashar when the two mazikin are two gufin, where one is shar and one is bar, that's when you don't say this halacha. Avabachad gufa, but over here, Rabbah's case is a chiddush that you look at it as being shutfin. But it's one guf, matzi yomale. So maybe the nizik could say, mikol hecha to be imam nishtalamna. If I can't take from the chelak aimurim, I'm going to take from the chelak abasim. Yibay same rabnasim. Or I could tell you that maybe Rabbah's going even according to rabnasim. Hasim, over there, rabnasim holds, you could take from the bal habar to make up for the shar, because the amale, he could tell him, bal hashar, that is, la bal habar, I not to meaning the Balashar, the owner of the shar that was damaged, the Nizik, could tell the Balabar, listen, I found my shar in your bar. You owe me money. Now you're telling me somebody knocked him in? Okay, I'll go to, I'll go to him first. At the end of the day, you're a mazik over here. This was a Barbashus Arabim, and I found my shar in a Barbashus Arabim. You owe me really everything. I hear, grab that there's a mazik that came before you. And, in terms of me going to him first. Okay, so I'll take from him whatever I can take from him, but whatever I can't, I can't. Avalhocha over here, at the end of the day, how could you tell me that the baser is what was mazik and the emurim was not mazik? And being that over here, Meaning, what does that mean? Rashi says, "Ala baser nimtza nezek yoiser minei murim hilkach shava chatzei emurim yafsid." So we hear, being that the nezek is more on the baser than it is on the emurim, so therefore it makes more sense that the hefsid should maybe play itself out on the chatzei emurim. Incidentally, Rashi has another shot how to learn this last line, or really it's the first line here on Omid Days, Ayin Shabbat. The bottom line is the Gemara says that it is possible to reconcile Rab Abba's halacha, Sayyid Aliba the Rab Nosson, and Sayyid Aliba the Chacham. Zok the Gemara Vaita. Omar Rabba Rabba said, Toideh Shezikah, a carbon Toideh that was mazik. So again, Kachim Kalim that was mazik. A Toideh is a form of Kachim Kalim. So we had the uh, Shlomim, we had the Bechar, we had the uh, so now we have the carbon toida, another form of kachim kalam. So in the event that it was mazik, you could be going from the basar, the nizik, that is, but the nizik can't be going from the lachmi toida. Meaning there would have been a havamina in the world of mashalam and gufai. Maybe you could take from the lachmi toida. This is like where Bavakam is really meeting kachim. But the Gemara says, lechem shita. What's the havamina? At the end of the day, Zakrashi, holy azik. The lechem was a mazik. If it was a mazik, what's the havamina you should be able to take from there? So the Gemara says, you're right, 100%. That's not what Rav meant to say. What he meant to say was like the Seifa, it's trichle. He was referring to the Seifa. What does it say in the Seifa? Nizik oichel basar umeschaper mevi lechem. The Allah is that a toida that was mazik, so you're going to bring the carbon toida, right? Just because it was mazik doesn't mean you can't bring it as a carbon. So you're going to bring the carbon toida, and the nizik is going to be the one that's going to get the basa, right? Mishalom igufai, you get the basa, the basa is a carbon. So the nizik is going to be the one that's going to be oichel basar. U mischaper mevi lechem, meaning who has to bring the lachmi toida? The mazik has to bring the lachmi toida. Meaning the 
point that Rava was making when he said, not that you can't take the Chatzi Nezek from the Gufa Lechem. What he was saying was the Nezek has no Shaykhs to the Lechem. The Lechem is the Achrayis of the Mazak. He's the one that has to bring the Lechem. That's also Pashit. It's his carbon. Meaning at the end of the day, He's bringing a carbon toida because he had to bring a carbon toida, right? Now it sounds like he might have to bring another carbon toida, but he wasn't expecting all of this. Well, the Nizik's going to have to bring a carbon toida. He just got gored. But um, the point is that he, it's his carbon. So if it's his carbon, obviously he's a chroit. I Meaning he has a chiv moment, so you have to give the baser over to the Nizik. What would be the habamid? You shouldn't bring the lechem. Mar says there is a kachim de gehabamid. I would have thought, given the lechem, the lechem serves a purpose that it allows the carbon to be eaten. So if you, the Nizik, are the ones that are going to be eating the baser, maybe you should be chayv to bring the lechem. The lechem chayuva the bailam. You don't just look at the lechem as being mat to the baser b'achilo. You look at it as part and parcel of the chiyuv of the carbon, and at the end of the day, the chiyuv of the carbon belongs to the mazik, so we can breathe a little bit. Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah said, Nechasen shehein shel Another one of the boxes you have to check off before chava mazik is the Nechasen have to belong to b'neibris. What is it coming to exclude? What's Nechasen that are not b'neibris? Is it coming to exclude Nechasen that belong to an Oyvikechavim? It's true. But Haktani Lalikamad, I know this from later, it says, Shoshal Yisrael, it's a Mishnah, Shenogach Shoshal Oyvikechavim Potter. A Shoshal Yisrael, that Shtois is a Shoshal Oyvikechavim, is going to be Potter. So you see, there's no Chiv Nizakin when it comes to someone that's not a Benbris. So the Gemara says it's true, it says it later, Tana Vahadam Afarish. The Mishnah said it now just by going through the checklist of things, and then later, Hadam Farish, we're going to talk more about it. Incidentally, this whole idea of Nezakin not applying to Ovedi Kechavim is something that Be'ezer Hashem in the raid also will be ton of Hadam Farish. I mean, it's something that we're going to get back to. And a few Shailas, you know, number one, is it true for all of Darba of Nezikin, even Adam Amazik, for example? What about Isamazik? Is there an Isamazik? So at first glance, maybe it's Tully and all the different reasons why there's Isamazik. If Isamazik is related to Gnev and Gzela, so just like there's something called Gezel Akum, it makes sense there should be an Isamazik when it comes to Niske Akum as well. If it's related, for example, to Vahaftal Reacha Kamoicho, Leisamad Adam Reacha, Hashavas Avedo, these are Dinim that apply maybe only to Yisrael. They don't apply to Moravi Kechavim. But the bottom line is, we'll take the lead of the Gemara, Ton of Ahadim Afarish. In fact, in the Chosim HaMiyuchadim, the Mishnah said that the laws of Nezikin apply to Nechasim that are miyuchadim. Says the Gemara, Lamute Mai. What does this mean? And we're going to have a few different suggestions here. Says the Gemara, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, Lamute, Zeh Oymer Sharche Hizik, Vizeh Oymer Sharche Hizik. What happens if there were three Shvarim, right? Two were chasing after one, and now all of a sudden there's one that's all bloodied. And there's two potential culprits over here. We don't know which is the guilty shot. And the two Bale Shvarim that we're not damaged, are fighting it out. He says, it's your shor, and he says, it's your shor. Right, so usually the fight is between the mazik and the nizik. Here you have the two potential maziks that are in din Torah together, which is interesting. What are we saying then, if that's what the Mishnah means? means you have to know who the mazik is. But if you don't know who the mazik is, and there's like a whole taruvas over here, could be it's this guy, could be it's that guy, 
then you don't have the laws of the Arbaavas and Zikim. But the Gemara says, if that's what it means, meaning it's Lama'ute, that case, that over there you're not Chayiv, Hatani Lekaman, it's a Mishnah later, Hoishnai, Roit Fenach Echad, if you have two animals all running after one. So, Mishar Chayiv, Zahar Chayiv, Zahar Chayiv, same exact case, what's the Halacha, Shnei and Peturim, why? Hamoitzim Echaveri, all of Arayo. So again, the Mishnah here has to tell me something that it's going to say later. The Gemara says, yeah, Tani, Vahadim Afarish. Again, it's the same exact Halacha. It told it to me now, and it's going to explain it again later. Masnisa Tana, a Bryce had a different shot in our Mishnah. What does the Mishnah mean when it says, it means prat hefker. It means that hefker is excluded from the zakin. So the Gemara says, "Hey, what's the case? Is the Mishnah coming to tell me that if someone charges toys is a charge of hefker, you should know your potter? Meaning, you would have thought you have to pay hefker kamash malan your potter from paying hefker. If that's the case, manti If you stoyst hefker, so who are you supposed to pay? Ella. Maybe the case is the nagach turid the hefker leturidida. The case is that hefker stoyst yoshar and kamash malan that you can't collect from hefker. Now, what would that even mean? Collect from hefker. So the only thing it would mean is maybe. You would think you can go take the shah. It's Hefker. So if you're, if a Dover shall Hefker, Stoys is my shah, I have a right to take it. And then the Mishnah that, if we're saying it, the laws in the Zika don't apply to that case, is essentially saying that you can't take it. But the Gemara says, if you want to take it, take it. Lays of the you can always take Hefker. So why shouldn't it be any different? So the Gemara says, Gishmak. Now the case is where Shar Shalafka is the Shar that belongs to a human, a pedestrian. And this guy decided, you know what, I'm so upset. I'm taking the Shar, confiscating the Shar. That's how I'm going to make myself whole. If it was still Hefka, you could do it. But in the meantime, some Dritta guy showed up and he said, Kaina, and he walked off with it and it says, so you go over to the guy and he says, you know, this Shar that you just took, you're literally, you're going to be earning profit on my blood. It literally knocked down my Shar. I want it. I would have had a Hamamina, you can take it. At that point, it belongs to him. You're not allowed to take it. So that's the second shot in what Nechassim Yuchadim is coming Lemute. It's coming Lemute, Hefka. The third shot is, Ravina, Ravina said, Lemute Nogach, or This is a chiddush that if you have a shar that shtois and then the owner was makdish the shar, or he shtoist and then the owner was mafke the shar. So the halacha in these cases are that you're not allowed to collect, meaning you don't have to pay. And as we'll see in a minute, it's learned from Xeris Akasov that if a shar shtoises and then the balashar is makdish, or shtoises and the balashar is mafkir, you're not mechuyiv to pay. And that's the point of nechasim ha miyuchadim. It has to be miyuchid. It has to belong to the balashar throughout the process. But if it was nagach, and then at some point you were makdish it, or it was nagach, you're going to be pot. Meaning if hektish shtoises, that's not reyeu, hefkir shtoises, Whatever, there's, there's no one to file a lawsuit against. But the Chiddush is Nogach Ve'achaka Chiddush. And Nogach Ve'achaka Chiddush, even that. Tanya Namiyochi, a price that says it. Yes, Ral Kane, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, Afilu Nogach Ve'achaka Chiddush, Nogach Ve'achaka Hifkir Potter Dalach is Potter Shenemar, as the Pasik says, and it says this not only regarding the Shar Tam, it says it regarding the Shar Amur. It says, quote, Vim Shar Nagahu Mitmol Shulshain, Vahuab the Valvalish, Mer of Hemis, Shar Isha, Hashoyu Sakel, Vigamba Olav Yumas. Now, the way Rashi explains this is that the beginning of the Pasik says the word Ba'olav, and the end of the Pasik says the word Ba'olav. Vim Shar Nagahu Mitmol Shulshain, Vahuab the Valvalav. And we learn from here that it has to be Ba'olav in the beginning, 
When it was Ba'olav, it wasn't Hektish, it wasn't Hefker, it belonged to a Ba'olav. And then at the end, when there was already a mother Bedin, Asher Yisakil, Vagan Ba'olav, you must, when it comes time to making payment, it's still Ba'olav. So we learn from there, Ashtay Misa, Vehamada, Bedin, Shavin Ke'echad. You need that it should be that the Misa and the Hamada, Bedin, hyphen, Hamada Bedin, should all be Shavin Ke'echad, it should all be in the same exact status. But if it was Nagav, Achachachachachachach, Nagav, Achachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
miyuchedes lemazik, and also chutz mirushos hamiyuchedes lenizik ulemazik. Or you can say chutz mirushos hamiyuchedes lemazik. Virshus hanizik v'amazik is going on what it mentions afterwards. Kishehizik chav amazik l'sham tashlumi nezik meit tevaretz. In other words, from reading the Mishnah, are you chayiv if you damaged in a rishus that the mazik and the nizik can both be in, or are you not going to be chayiv if you damage in a rishus that the nizik and the mazik can both be in? If it's miyuchedes l'nizik, for sure you're going to be chayiv. If it's miyuchedes l'mazik, for sure you're going to be potter. If we can both be there, on the one hand, I the mazik can be there, so I have a right to do my thing. You should be more careful. But then again, if I know you have a right to be this, and maybe I do have an obligation to be more careful. So we're going to start the Gemara now. Ezra Hashem will pick up and we'll reintroduce it in tomorrow's stuff. But just to make us chol on this part of the Gemara, it says the Gemara, Amr Avchizda, Rav Chizda said, Amr Avimi, in the name of Avimi, Chatzra Shutvin, if you have a Chatzra that belongs to two Shutvin, Chayyub Bala Shem Bala Regal. The Allah is, there's a Chi of Shane and there's a Chi of Regal. Meaning, we know Shane Regal is part of Bishos It says in the Torah, Vishilach has Beira, Beira Bistei Acher. Vishilach is Regal, Beira is Shane, and you only Chayyub it's Bistei Acher. So Bishos Arabim, that's the Hilchayseim, but we come with Family base, you're potter from Shane Veregel and the toldus of Shane Veregel if it's going to be Bishos Arabim. What about a Chatzar Ashutvin? A Chatzar that belonged to two people. It's Rav Chiz, the same, the name of Avimi. Chatzar Ashutvin, Yechayev on Shane Veregel. How did he know that? It's Rav Chiz, the said he knew it from the Mishnah. Because Vahachi comment, this is the way he read the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Yechayev Bechol Makim, Chutz Mirshus Hamiyuchardas Lamazik. The potter. The only time you potter is if it's a rishus, that's miyuchedus l'mazik. However, rishus, hanizik, vehamazik, then kishahizik chav hamazik. Then you're going to be chayiv. And the chiddush is, you'll even be chayiv on shein v'regel. Hagam shein v'regel is potter rishus arabim. So you could have thought that a rishus ha miyuchedus l'mazik u'lanizik. You could have thought that if it's a place, that it's a chazar ha-shutfin, maybe it's like rishus arabim. Because what's unique about rishus arabim? Everybody could be there. So you would have thought everybody could be there. Kamash malon, then no. At the end of the day, a chotzner hashutfin, you're going to be chayiv on shame v'regel. And what's the punchline? Because it is considered stay acher. At the end of the day, being that the nizik owns it, so it is considered stay acher. Rabbi Lozo Amar, Rabbi Lozo He said, potter al shame v'regel. He said, chotzner hashutfin, you're potter on shame v'regel. You're not going to be chayiv. I, the Mishnah, the hachi kamer, this is the way you read the Mishnah. Chutz mirshus hamiyuchedes lemazik, v'rishus hanizik v'hamazik is going backwards on the beginning of the Mishnah, meaning nami potter. Then is coming to teach me something else. And what's it coming to teach me? It's coming to teach In other words, Rabbi Lozov's chayvah with Rabbi Chizna. He holds that Shem v'regel and Chatz HaShut, you're going to be potter. And when the Mishnah says, Chutz Mishos HaMazik, it means Chutz Mishos HaMazik and Mazik V'nizik, because the Mishnah is referring to all of the Arba'avis and Zikin, included in which is Shem V'regel. Now let's learn Pashib Shad. And Shem V'regel, Al-Kopanim, in a Rishus, that's Miyuchedes, Lamazik, Lanizik, you're going to be part of because we look at it as Rishus Arabim, and Shem V'regel is part of Rishus Arabim. The problem is, if the words Mazik and Nizik is referring to the beginning, Rishus HaNizik Mazik is going on the aforementioned, then how do you read the last line of the Mishnah? What's it even coming to say? Meaning, now you're just mentioning words in a vacuum. Now those words, we know from that base and Aleph. But Basha, we just repeated it. Agav. And you're not just Chayiv, you're Chayiv. 
and you're chav, and you have to pay meita, right? That's partially the way you read it. But if Rishos Anizav Amazik is going back on what we said earlier, then Kishizachav Amazik Shalom Tashum Nez Meitavaris is being mentioned in a vacuum. It's not behemshech to anything. It's not agav anything. So why in the world would you say it? So if I don't know it, Mela, but I know it, and it's not even mentioned agav grod or anything else, so why are you saying it? It must be it's coming to teach me something. So Rabbi Loza added, he came to Bavar in this question, Pashib Shah and the Mishnah. So what's it coming to say? It's Asuya Karen. What? What do you mean, Karen? Because Karen wasn't mentioned in the first Mishnah. Because the Mishnah mentioned Abavis and Zikin, and it didn't mention Karen. Right? It mentioned Shar, Bar, Mavahever. Which one was Karen? So the Gemara says, one second. Isn't that a Machlikis Rav and Shmuel? Right? Rav held Shar was Karen, Shane, and Regal. Shmuel held that Shar was only Regal. Bar is Bar. Mavah Shmuel holds a Shane. And Hever is Eish. So according to Shmuel, we Taka never mentioned Karen. So the Gemara says, Gishmak, that's good according to Shmuel, that the first Mishnah never mentioned Karen. So I need Kishet to have a Mazik now, the Rabbi's Karen. And oh, by the way, if you're holding Cheshman, the Gemara spoke this out in the Furish. Bakzena on that dollar on it alif. Elo the Rav da amat on a shar v'chol mili the shar. But according to Rav, that holds that shar is called mili the shar. If you're gonna learn like Rabbi Lazar that chutzer hashutfin is potter on shein v'regel. So when it says v'rishus hamnizik v'amazik, it's going backwards to the beginning of the Mishnah. So chav kishehiz chav amazik is coming to be then marbe something. What's it coming to be marbe? And it's not be marbe Karen because Karen's included in Char. So the Gemara says lasuye hadatan rabban. It's coming to include this that was taught in the following price. So it's a mafurish of price. Kishehizik chav amazik lahavi she mechinam vashoyil noisa sachav asoyche the dalit shaymim shehezik or behema bershusan. If there was a hezik that took place, so someone's a shaymechinam shon noisa sachav and soycher on a shar, and then all of a sudden the shar damaged. So the halacha is. Meaning it has the regular halachas of the Abba of Yisnazikin. If it's about Lailo, if the show would break out at night, or Listim came and they broke it out, meaning you had done a proper Shmira and then all of a sudden this happened, Potter, in that case, you're going to be Potter. So you want to know what Kishahizachav Masik is coming last suye? It's not coming to be Marba. Karen, but rather it's coming to be Marba the Dalit Shaymrin. So according to Shmuel, it's being Marba Karen, and according to Rav, it's being Marba the Dalit Shaymrin. So the Gemara says, Oh, my Mark, she's a Chava Mazak Lavisha, Mechina Vashon, no, it's a Chava What's the case? Meaning, let's understand this a little bit better. Eli, but ask you through the Mashal, through the Shayel. Is the case, you were a Shaymr. And then the Shar that you were watching, meaning the Shar of the Mashal, it ended up Shtoysing your Shar, right? And you want payment for what just happened. So you're going to go over to the marshal and you're going to tell him, you owe me money. And we're saying now, that in fact, you're going to be chayef. Why shouldn't the marshal tell the shayel, if my show were to show somebody else's show, being that you're the shomer, you're chayef, so you would be responsible. So if you show your star, you expect me to be chayef. That doesn't make any sense. The case is where the shoyel's shar was mazik the mashal shar, and what we're saying is that the shoyel is going to be responsible based on the laws of bavakama. 
Meaning, specifically, if it's a short time, he's only going to have to pay Chatzin Nezek. So the Gemara says, Gishmak, Le Mole, you know what the Mashal should tell him? Ilu Itzik Me Alma. Let's say some Shar would come out of nowhere, and he would be Mazik Marshar. Being that you're a Shar, Yechai Venoinson, like we just said, so you would have to pay what? You would have to pay Nezek Sholem. So if that's the case, Kuli Torah, Hashtad Askei Tur, Didach Palgen Nezek, Hudem Ashlem Right? You have a responsibility, Al Shoyal, to return my Shar. So if someone else goes and Shtoises, someone else's Shar, you still have to give me Nazik Shalim. Now, maybe you can work it out with him, but you have to give me the full Nazik Shalim. So because your Shar is the one that caused the damage, so all of a sudden, now you're only going to pay Chatzin Nezik. It doesn't make any sense. So the Gemara says, what is the case? So the Gemara says, the Mashal, the Shal. The case is with the Mashal's Shar, the Shal, Shal. And what we're saying is that the Mashal is going to be Chayim. What's the Kasha? How's the Mashal Chayim? I thought the Shal is right now, responsible for everything that happens. So if he's responsible for everything that happens, why shouldn't he not be responsible for this? So the says, what are we talking about? The case is where he had taken upon himself, this is the shoyal, the obligation to watch the shor, but at the same time, meaning he said, I'll, make, I'll watch, I'll protect your shor, I'll make sure no one damages it. But I'm not taking upon myself a chrayas to make sure that it doesn't damage something else. And as a result, he never took upon that chiv. If he never took upon that chiv, so it's for that reason, he's not going to be happy. If that's the case, Sefer, what did the Sefer say? It sounds like the only time your potter, if this shor damages, like this shor that you're watching, is if it happened that night, or if listening came and took it, meaning you were an oynes. It sounds like during the day you would be chayef. But if the ikimta that we just made is a proper ikimta, that it's talking about that you would never makabal any chiyuve shmir as it relates to that, you would never makabal shmir zazakin. So the end of this b'raisa is a rayan, not like the ikimta you just made. Because you see clearly you're chayef in shmir zazakin. You're not chayef in shmir zazakin. How do you read the sefer? So the Gemara says you have to add a little bit of words. You have to say hachi kama and kibal all of shmir zazakov chayef. Meaning the first part of the b'raisa is talking about where you aren't makabal shmir zazakov. If you were Mekabal Shmir Sezakov, then everything changes, stating that. Even when you were Mekabal Shmir Sezakov, Nifritz of Alayla, Oishaprits were listen. If it broke out at night, you were an Oynas. Or if listen broke it out, the Yatsev Azika Pater, in those cases, you are going to be Pater.